Hey there, I'm Helen Ornelas, and I've been a life insurance, long-term care, and Medicare broker for over 20 years, helping thousands of clients during this time. I've come across all types of cases, questions, and calls from people who are in planning or in crisis and provided solutions. So welcome to the OnLive podcast with Helen Ornelas. Listen, you know as well as I do that taking care of important things in life is motivating, empowering, and even inspirational. You're thinking, what does this look like? If you're a business owner, executive, or someone who wants to know, what do I need to know about life events, how to prepare, where can I get help, you're in the right place. These life events will be coming your way, and you will receive these phone calls from your family, siblings, in-laws, grandparents, business partners, and friends. What calls do you think are coming my way? Let's find out. I'll be sharing stories, solutions from me, my clients, providers of service, and others that can help you now or in the future. We have the toolbox here on life, so if you're ready, let's get your toolbox loaded up. Hello and Happy New Year. Welcome to On Life with Helen. And I thought we'd start things off with a topic for you uh, business owners and employees where you get your employee benefits from an employer. I want to talk a little bit about transitioning to Medicare and just kind of give you the, the 101 on how Medicare works and just being informed for business owners when you can educate your employees and yourself about the value of moving uh, to Medicare and getting an Advantage plan or a supplemental plan uh, can be quite a savings for both the employee and the employer. As you know, if you have an employee who's about 65 and over or you are the employee, that benefit is costing anywhere from 800 to, let's say, $1,600 a month, especially here in California. And if you have an employee and a spouse, that's times two. And when you can help people understand how Medicare works, there's a savings for both the employee and the employer that can be significant. In working with your employee benefits broker, I highly recommend that you inquire with them on how to get the employees and you, the employer, educated on how to get your employees to know how Medicare works and to see if it's the right decision for them. So education is always very powerful. That's why there are people like myself that work with employee benefits brokers and employers to help all of those wonderful folks understand the benefits of transitioning to Medicare. Because I can tell you, after they talk to their family and friends, all the stuff they get in the mail, all the crazy commercials that are, seem to be on the TV year-round now, it can be very, very confusing. So I'm going to start by uh, going over the basics. And of course, if you have any questions, you can always email me at helen at ornellisinsurance.com. That's H-E-L-E-N at O-R-N-E-L-L-A-S, insurance spelled out. So I belong to an association called NAHU, the National Association of Health Underwriters and the local chapter here in Sacramento. And that would be the Sacramento Association of Health Underwriters. 
And there you can find out a lot of information. And we are an organization to help educate you on Medicare and also to work with legislative uh, entities to provide the best benefits uh, for you and kind of keep an eye on what's going on both locally uh, for the state of California and for our wonderful nation. All right. So let's start with what you need to know about Medicare. So when you turn 65 and you are on an employer plan that is creditable, meaning that it meets the, the minimum requirements of Medicare, you can stay on that plan if you choose to do so without any penalties. And you can stay on that plan as long as you want until you retire. The one thing that you don't want to do is once you're 65, choose a COBRA option, which I don't know why you would do that. But if you do, that is today considered not creditable coverage and uh, will create some issues. All right. So let's start with original Medicare, which you probably hear about. That's your part A and B. A covers the uh, hospital and it has a deductible and may have a premium if you've not worked 10 years or uh, 40 quarters. Part B covers your medical services and supplies, and also uh, today has a deductible and premium and coinsurance when you have those alone. There are two paths that you can take. So when you have original Medicare Parts A and B, that will cover up to 80% for things that are covered under Medicare. And then you are responsible for 20%. And that 20% is uncapped, meaning that if you have a major health event and all you have is parts A and B, then you will be responsible for 20% of all services rendered that are covered by Medicare, uh, original Medicare. So the reason that we talk about the different paths that you can take There are three paths, and I'm going to break it down here for you. First path is original Medicare parts A and B, and then you would be required to get a prescription drug plan. So that would mean that you are responsible for 20% of all charges covered under original Medicare. Then you can choose a path, which is a Medicare Advantage plan, or also known as Part C. And the plans that I'm going to talk about Uh, cover your uh, hospital, your medical doctor, and your prescriptions, because that's what we're most familiar with here, out here in California. So the Part C covers all the services included in original Medicare. You will have an out-of-pocket maximum. It does include the Part D for no additional cost. So what this means is you're going to be in a in a managed healthcare system. Out here, we have uh, Kaiser, which is probably our our best understanding of what that might look like. You will need to keep your Part B on any of the plans that I'm going to talk about. So you need Parts A and B to be able to purchase and participate in a Medicare Advantage plan. So you'll have an out-of-pocket maximum in 2022 that'll run anywhere from, I'd say, 4700 to about seven 8000 That means if you choose to have a hip replacement, knee replacement, or you have some type of catastrophic event, then that is your responsibility for that year. In some plans, you will have a zero to pay when you go see the doctor, up to maybe $25. 
your labs and, and all of your other annual preventative care would be covered. And so your premiums could be zero up to, as we see out here right now, about maybe $98 or so for a Kaiser plan. So this is where you might pay a little bit less each month, but when you go to the doctor or you use the plan, then you're going to have some cost involved. So there are a lot of Medicare Advantage plans, also known as Part C. Recommend that you get with a broker to find out what's available in your particular zip code. So Medicare, the drug plan, the supplemental plans, and the Advantage plans are all driven by what's available in your particular zip code, all right? So your friend may tell you about this wonderful plan that they have, but they live across town or they're in another state. That plan may not be available to you under the Medicare Advantage plan. So work with a broker. I recommend working with a Medicare agent or broker who has all of the carriers available so that you're not calling one of the numbers off the TV set or to a carrier directly and just having the uh, person on the other side talk to you about one or two plans because there are several plans and they need to do the work to find the plan that best fits your particular situation. All right, so let's review that. Original Medicare Parts A and B and the Medicare Advantage plan is your Part C, and that works like a HMO. Uh, in most cases, you're also going to need referrals if you want to see a specialist. You will need to have a doctor assigned to you. And these are the plans that you see on TV right now. In 2022, you're seeing uh, Joe Namath a lot where they're offering you, I don't know, uh, vision, hearing, uh, walk your dog, give you money back. Just a, an amazing amount of incredible benefits that in most cases are not available all on one plan or unless your income is very limited. So I answer the Joe Namath uh, questions on that coverage, I would say five or six times a week, just to help people understand who that's available for and how it works in their particular area. Okay, so uh, the next part, or path that you can take is original Medicare, parts A and B, and then a Medigap plan or a medical supplemental insurance that covers the co-payments, co-insurance, and deductibles. And you will need to get a prescription drug plan with that. So Medigap plan, uh, right now, most people know it as a plan G, as in George, is a, a type of plan where you pay a little bit more each month. You have an annual deductible of $233. That's for your Part B. Other than that, when uh, you go to the doctor, you will not have co-pays. If you have surgeries, in most cases, you will not have any out-of-pocket expense. And a lot of people like this because you have the freedom to go anywhere that you want that accepts Medicare. So for people that are maybe in transition in moving from one state to another, which is happening a lot out here in California, or if you travel, if you go see your family and they're in like three or four different states, because that can happen these days, or you have a home in one state and spend time in another, your supplemental plan and drug plan with your original Medicare's Part A and B would might be a really, really good fit. And for those of you that like a little bit of freedom, 
in getting second opinions without anyone directing you to a particular specialist, or you want to find your own way, this is another great plan that helps you have that flexibility. Now, remember, you are going to need parts A and B in order to get your Medigap or Medicare supplemental insurance plan and your Part D prescription drug plan. So a couple things that I want to share with you about your drug plan, and this is not for the Medicare Advantage. This is for the people that are looking at the Part A and B, Medigap and drug plan. So your drug plan is driven by a formulary, meaning the drug prescriptions and the tiers that are on that plan. And the best way to figure out what plan is best for you for for any particular year is to have your drugs uh, put into a system and evaluated to see which plans work best for you. Now, each year that might change. And so when you choose to work with an agent or a broker or entity, one of the things you want to make sure is they're going to contact you every year to review your drug plan. There's not, I'll be honest with you, a lot of commissions in the drug plan. So a lot of Brokers and agents may direct you to go find it yourself because they don't want to hassle with it every year, or they just may not contact you because they're not going to make a lot of money the following year. But with integrity and doing business the right way, you should be working with an agent or a broker who is willing to continue to monitor your drug plan every year, check in and make sure that the formulary hasn't changed If your drugs have changed, then most certainly we need to take another look at it. And that is a a service that we provide here at Ornelis & Associates. And anyone that you decide to work with should provide this ongoing Part D annual review for you. Okay, so this is what I call like an A-plus thing to remember. You want to have a partnership with an agent or broker who is going to check on your Part D prescription plan Every year. So, next, I want to cover how much your Part A and B might cost. And for some, uh, there'll be an additional cost for the Part D on original Medicare. So, for most people, if you've worked your 40 quarters or 10 years, you will be paying in 2022 for your Part B as in boy, uh, 170 10. For your Part A, you should have a zero payment for that or premium, I should say, as long as you've worked your 40 quarters or 10 years. And for Part D to have access to purchase a drug plan, it would be zero. And that is for a single person who has an income of 91000 or less or a joint uh, filing joint tax return for 182000 or less. What I want to share with you is that this is a two-year rolling look back. So in 2022, they're going to be looking at your income in 2020. And this is the income that counts is your adjusted gross income that you report plus any other form of tax-exempted income. So this is the part that you're actually paying taxes on. A couple things before I move forward for those of you that make over those limits. Make sure and work with your CPA if you're uh, a couple years within turning 65 and you might liquidate some assets. You might 
sell a property or a business, and then you're going to have a spike in your income for that one year, just know two years prior to you turning 65 or coming off an employer plan and moving to a Medicare that you will may pay a little bit more if that two-year look back falls in the years that uh, you decided to liquidate an asset or had some spike in your in your income. So I will uh, try and have these uh, some of this information available for you in the podcast, a link that you can click on to get some of this information. So a lot of you, well, a lot of business owners and high net worth earners are going to have this thing called IRMA, and you're going to get a bill in the mail that comes from Social Security, and this is your Income-Related Monthly Adjusted Amount, I-R-M-A-A. This is the amount that you may pay in addition to your Part B or D premium if your income is above certain levels. When you first apply for Medicare, they're probably just going to send you a bill that's the uh, 170-10, and then they're going to look at your tax returns and other items, and then you may get a true-up bill that will be more for your Part B and Part D. So this year in 2022, there are six levels of paying your Part B, and they range from $238 a month to $578, and that's for your Part B. And then if you go over the minimum, your Part D will cost anywhere from $1240 to $7790. If you are not taking Social Security yet, you will be billed these amounts quarterly. So if you're on Social Security, they'll take it out monthly. And if not, then they will be billing you quarterly. The first couple of bills from Social Security, if you have your IRMA, it's going to be a little messy. They're going to send you one bill that has the uh, just the general amount. Nobody took a look at it. Then you're going to get another bill. And so you may get several bills that come in that are going to be very confusing. I recommend sending them over to your agent or broker so they can help you sort it out. My recommendation is to pay them because if you don't pay them, it just gets very messy trying to clean things up. After about two or three months, everything will settle down and you'll be happy. So the other thing for the high net worth earning earners Going on a Medicare, your original Medicare and a supplemental and drug plan in most cases are going to be about half as much as staying on your employer plan. So there still is a significant savings. And in a lot of places, it is going to be better health coverage, especially if you're on a supplemental plan. Uh, you're going to have the ability to go where you want. No co-pays, no out-of-pocket maximums. And so I really encourage you to work with a broker, ask your broker if they have someone that's a specialist that can review this information with you. True story here, I worked with a farmer last year and a trucking company, and we moved four of their employees, maybe including a couple of spouses. Uh, we saved each of those companies fifty to $70,000 a year by educating their employees about Medicare and how it benefits them. And uh, the one thing I want to say is they were both really, really happy. The other thing is we educated and uh, you cannot force an employee to move from the employer plan to Medicare. But with proper education, uh, most of the time, everybody understands the value and it's a win-win. 
So the next area that I want to cover is once you've decided that you want to enroll in your parts A and B, how does that get done? Well, we're, you know, in the second or third or fourth wave of COVID. I can't remember. All I know is it's January 2022 and um, a lot of us are kind of back in lockdown mode and need to find different ways to get things done. So one of the ways that I work with my people that are going to enroll into Medicare is I provide a link so they can enroll online. There, you can enroll in your parts A and B and choose not to take your Social Security benefits. It's about a 20, 30-minute process. Once you click on that link, you're going to be prompted to set up a Social Security account, which is going to be very handy moving forward. You go through, uh, you complete everything online, and if you're just turning 65, you can do this three months before your birthday month, your birthday month, and three months after to stay in your guaranteed issue period, or coming off an employer plan, I recommend doing it about 60 days prior to the date that you want to retire or leave your employer plan. Very easy process. They'll send you a confirmation email in about usually three weeks or so, four weeks. You'll get a card in the mail or there'll be a letter sent to your home where you have your Medicare number and the effective dates for your Part A and B. If you've already turned 65, or you're collecting Social Security, uh, they may just, if you're collecting Social Security, they just may send you your card in the mail and you really won't have to do anything. If you signed up for your Part A and stayed on your employer plan, which a lot of people do, and you're getting ready to transition, then there is a separate link for enrolling in your Part B only, and your broker can or agent can provide that for you as well. Now, one thing to remember is you want to make sure that you get credit for your creditable coverage day one that you turn 65. So let's say that you're on your employer plan and you're 68, you're getting ready to retire, and you want to go off your employer plan onto original Medicare A and B. There is an additional form that you'll need to complete uh, or actually get your employer to complete. And this form is very important. Your employer is going to fill it out and sign it, confirming that you had creditable coverage from day one that you turned 65. And this keeps you from not uh, inquiring any lifetime penalties. Uh, Again, your broker should be able to walk you through this. Once you've applied online or you've met with the folks down at Social Security, uh, you want to send this form in. I also recommend giving them a call and make sure everything is coordinating so that you get the correct benefits without penalty. So if uh, sometimes that you are an American citizen, but you were born in another country, sometimes they want to meet with you over the phone. Uh, You may not be able to complete the online or you need to make an appointment to go down in person and provide some other documents. With the COVID, they seem to be loosening that up a little bit. But just know that when you fill out the parts A and B online and it and you get a message that says something like, uh, we're unable to process your request at this time, that's when you should give your local office a call and find out what's going on. And I have found them to be very, very helpful. And so these are a few hints. And once you get that Medicare number with your effective dates, that's when you want to recontact your broker and decide 
with your original Medicare A and B? Are you going to do the Advantage plan, which is your parts A, B, and D? And that's the HMO model where you have out-of-pocket maximums, co-pays, and other things kind of pay as you go. Or are you going to do a different path where you have the Medigap or Medicare supplemental plan with a drug plan? And remember, you're going to choose a broker or agent that's going to review that drug plan for you every year so that you always have the best coverage for you in that particular time frame. So next, I'm going to talk about just a few kind of helpful hints, things that come across my my desk from time to time. Some people have the misunderstanding that Medicare provides long-term care. It does not. So Medicare and your supplemental plan or HMO plan does not provide true comprehensive long-term care. So that's that's another conversation to have with either me or a broker on how you can mitigate that potential issue. So there is some long-term care type services available. They're very limited in how long, and I'm not going to talk about what those lengths are because they're pretty much dependent on whatever your health situation is at that particular time. The other thing that I'm going to really ask you to put this on the A-plus list is if you are traveling out of the United States, your Medicare plans are very limited in what they're going to cover. So my recommendation is that you go the extra step and you purchase some medical insurance while you're traveling just for that period of time to make sure that you have options and comprehensive medical services and hospital services available to you while you're traveling. All right. Uh, that again is a, is another A plus list. Some of the other things that can happen is, uh, especially if you're on a supplemental plan that you might get uh, a bill in the mail and you're like, holy cow, what's this for? I thought everything was covered after my $233 deductible in 2022. Well, sometimes the, coding for that blood test or that service might have been incorrect. And so when you get a bill like that first, I always recommend that you call into the provider. Uh, if Medicare has covered it, your 20% should be covered. And sometimes it's just a coding issue and it just needs to be resubmitted and it gets cleared up. So here's another A-plus item. I know I'm going to give you several of them. I could talk about Medicare forever please make sure that you make your premium payments. So Medicare is not forgiving if you lapse or lose your coverage. It is quite the mess to clean up. So as much as possible, I recommend once you get enrolled on plans that you call in or go online and set up a monthly withdrawal and just let it roll. That way that you are not in any jeopardy of your original Medicare although that gets billed quarterly uh, if you're not taking Social Security, but your Advantage plan, your drug plan, or your supplemental plan, get those on automatic monthly withdrawals so that you don't have any issues. Uh, I had a client last week. He enrolled in April of last year, and uh, he was paying it monthly. He had the bill coming to the office, which was their preference. And then his wife enrolled in July. So in transitioning them from a individual account to a household account, they stopped mailing bills and then they just started emailing one of the beneficiaries. 
And then five months later, both of them are in cancer treatment, and then they're told that they no longer have coverage. My heart dropped. Uh, I almost wanted to throw up when I got that call. Long story short, the carrier was very understanding, allowed them to make the back premiums and got them situated. And I'm so grateful that that did not turn into a disaster. So make sure that your original Medicare, your Advantage plan, your drug plan, or your uh, supplemental plan are all getting paid every month because if it laps, it is quite the mess to clean up. And if you're going through a health event, get someone to maybe check up and making sure that your finances are moving along, checking your mail. Just don't check out because especially when you're going through a medical event, you want to make sure that your coverage is not an issue or just add additional stress to your particular situation. Lastly, I'm going to talk about a few more things on the drug plan, and then we're going to bring this to a close. Again, you will get with your broker, your agent, ask your employer to speak to somebody about uh, Medicare so that you can have a partner to help you navigate making this transition. So if you're on a drug plan, a Part D, you are going to have a deductible on most plans now and believe This year, uh, the maximum of that deductible is going to be $480, and it can range from zero to $480, just depends on the plan that works uh, works best for you. You are going to have a initial coverage, which is going to be $430 in 2022, which means that you can purchase prescriptions worth up to $4,430 before entering what we know as the Part D donut hole, which has historically been a gap in coverage. So once uh, you get through this particular gap and you've spent $7,050 total out-of-pocket cost, which uh, rarely uh, any of my clients end up in this particular place, but I know a lot of people worry about it. You'll pay the greater of $3.95 or 5% of the coinsurance for generic drugs and the greater of 985 or 5% coinsurance for all other drugs. So again, very rarely do I have clients that are uh, finding themselves in this place, keeping up on your plan each year to find out which carrier and which formulary best uh, fits your needs every year is, is something, again, A++ list. Make sure that you have a partner who's going to help you uh, continue to keep an eye on this. I recommend that you know who your preferred pharmacies are. Uh, You can always call your carrier, give them your zip code. They can help you figure that out. Shopping around, even with those preferred pharmacies, to find out where the best prices are at, I recommend as well because you can have a big variance. And also some of these discount drug plans in some cases may be very, very helpful. So If you're managing expensive drugs, the manufacturers sometimes kind of have a discount. I highly recommend that you take the extra time and find out which pharmacies, plans, and programs might work best for you. Okay, so this is my 101 on Medicare. These are the conversations that I have with new beneficiaries, I don't know, 10, 15 times a week. I'm very excited to help them get the real scoop and get all that other nonsense out of their head and off their radar 
and just give them a sense that uh, it's not as difficult as it seems. Working with an agent or broker, they should be able to help facilitate getting enrolled, working with the employer and getting extra forms filled out if needed, quoting a plan, reviewing it, and staying with them after that enrollment process is over. Well, thank you so much for spending some more time with me. We are here for you, Helen Ornelas. This is On Life with Helen. I can be reached at 916-804-9888, or you can email me at helen at ornellisinsurance.com, H-E-L-E-N at O-R-N-E-L-L-A-S, insurance spelled out, dot com. All right, everyone, be safe out there. Hey, thank you for listening to this episode of On Life with Helen Ornelas podcast. If you enjoyed what you heard, please share with a friend. And if you haven't already subscribed, rated, and reviewed on your favorite podcast player, please do. If you have any questions or comments, any topic ideas, or you might want to be a guest on my show, you can reach me directly, helen at ornellasinsurance.com, H-E-L-E-N at O-R-N-E-L-L-A-S insurance.com. In closing, this podcast is dedicated to all who believe in preparing for the future and beyond.